0: Anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly.
1: Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain.
0: Here is your host,
1: Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the Strictly Anonymous podcast on Twitter or Instagram, please follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you're on YouTube, or even if you're not on YouTube, go to YouTube and subscribe to my channel. Don't forget to like and share my videos there. I tell all the people who are on my show to go there and comment uh, back to people who comment on the episodes. It's a great way to talk to the people who have been on my show, as well as me. I try to respond to every single person that makes a comment on YouTube. So if you want to chat with me about the episodes or the guests about their episode. Go to YouTube. Like I said, subscribe to my channel and like my videos. Uh, if you want to be on the show, this is a call and advice show where I talk to total strangers about all kinds of things. If you want to come on the show, talk to me while remaining completely anonymous, go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, is that right? No, that's the fucking email. Oh my God. I'm like talking on my ass. Go to strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you haven't subscribed to my uh, podcast, wherever you're listening to it, subscribe. If you could write a great review, write a great review. If you're going to write a bad review, fuck off. Um, If you want to join my Patreon, if people are finding this episode because it has to do with pantyhose, join my Patreon page. I have a whole section just for pantyhose, like a tier, a pantyhose tier, where there's a lot of extra content on there. I have a lot of interesting stuff. For my hosers, that's what I call all my pantyhose uh, Patreon members. They're my hosers. If you want to be a hoser and you want interesting or extra, I, I use that word interesting way too much. If you want extra pannies content or more than you're getting here, go there. It's seven bucks a month. I have other tiers. Uh, a t- I have a $3 tier where you're basically supporting my show, which is fucking awesome. I've been doing it for six years. I haven't made a dime. It's ridiculous. I'm finally trying to monetize it. Um, So if you want to Support my show because you love it And you're fucking cool Sign up for that Like I said, it's $3 a month You get these episodes early You also get a monthly Q&A And I think my monthly Q&A's are really fucking interesting Because that's the word again But they really are actually interesting I give you a lot of scoopage Whatever you ask me, I'm going to answer I'm much more of an open book about myself on there So if you want to know more about me Get these episodes early You're into pantyhose, you want bonus content, extra episodes that people here don't get, that you only get on Patreon, or you want to talk to me privately for like a half hour, you could pay 60 bucks for that. That's on Patreon too. Go to patreon.com slash strictlyanonymouspodcast and sign up. Uh, Today I have on Mark. Now, Mark starts off uh, talking about his pantyhose fetish. He did some really risky things, and I've heard of other pantyhose guys doing this, like sneaking into people's houses and stuff, and taking their clothes or wearing clothes and stuff. But like you wouldn't believe the his stories about stuff that he did and whose shit he stole when he was younger. Uh, And the beginning half, like I said, is all about his pantyhose fetish um, and what he did, and that the pantyhose and the girls' clothes and it it, like the pantyhose led into actually uh, dressing up in girls. Clothes, right? He's a cross-dresser. And uh, like I said, the stuff that he did to wear that the stuff that he was into was out of control. <laughs> and then we fast forward to much later in life when he started hooking up with guys. Uh, we talk about when he realized he was into guys. We talk about what he actually does with guys. We talk about his second wife and how she knows about his fetishes and how they've had some threesomes. We talk about hookers that he's picked up, uh, tranny hookers, guys that he's met on, uh, craigslist uh, all kinds of interesting stuff like i said it starts off with the pantyhose fetish it goes into all the you know dressing up in women's clothes and then to all the other crazy stuff so i'm gonna be right back on mark should i just say that (laughs) yeah i'm just gonna get right to it and be back on with mark
2: Uh, okay. hey,
1: Mar- hey, Mark. Welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you today? Hi,
2: Kathy. Doing great. Really nervous, but... Nervous? Doing okay, I think. Yeah. Why are you yeah. nervous? Well, uh, you know, after John Smith... You know, oh, he's, I, I my, really he's t- like
1: my pantyhose expert. <laughs> You're yeah, a pantyhose so, guy, right? I I didn't yeah. really int- formally introduce you. You're calling in right. to talk about your pantyhose fetish. There's a guy John Smith in case people haven't listened to his episode. I forget what number it is. I'll put it in the intro, in you know the intro or the description. He called mm-hmm. in and talked very he's very hardcore, right? And he's a pantyhose expert and a lot of people talked about his episode, right? So are you nervous because you think you're like in competition with John Smith?
2: Uh, maybe just a little bit because some of it <laughs> hit, home, yeah. hit home, but I have my own little skew on it too. But right. um, it first kind of all started, uh, my wife came home one day and she was talking about some podcast she was listening to while going coming home from work. Uh-huh. And I thought, wow, podcast, boy, that sounds kind of interesting. And, yeah. you know, it's either music or sports. And I thought maybe I ought to look for a podcast. So in the next couple of days, I was just kind of kicking around idea. And I thought, wow, pantyhose, maybe let me just Google search that. And you kind of came up and I started listening to a few of them and and thought, wow, this was really interesting. And, you know, some of the stuff hit home and some of the stuff, you know, was different than the way I felt or thought. And I thought, well, maybe I should share my experiences one of these days. And then when I heard John Smith and a lot of it hit home, I thought, you know, definitely a lot of, right. Yeah. Yeah, my wife knows a little bit about it and my ex-wife knows a little bit about a couple of different things, but you know, the whole story, you know, it just would I think it would kind of be refreshing just to kind of just say it. You yeah, know, just, for sure. Yeah, you know, Just tell tell my story and go from there. So yeah, let's start, start
1: with your story. I don't really know anything about it. I don't you know, why don't you do your thing? I have a feeling this is going to be one of those where I just sit back, relax and listen. And, you know, it's, it's everyone's different, right? Sometimes I really have to prompt people, you know, right. to get the whole story. But some people and it's more rare than common. Uh, mm-hmm. Are really good at telling their story, or have it down so well that they just start from the beginning and you know they just go. I don't know. I'm thinking sure. that's who you're going to be, but I don't know. So anyway, start yeah. off with your story. Like, when did you first get into pantyhose or realize that you were into them?
2: Okay, here we go. I was I was just thinking of a name. I thought oh, you. They always have titles. I was thinking like pantyhose adventures and misadventures. So
1: it's <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so so it all started when I was 13. Um I was My best friend lived next door, and I was over his house hanging out one day, and he had two older sisters. And the older of the two came home uh, from school. She was in high school, and we were quite a bit younger. Um, she'd come walking in the door, and she had, like, this floral blouse on and a tan skirt and tan pantyhose, which happened to be my favorite, like some of us, uh-huh. and these, like, wood... Platform's like three or four inches tall, you know, kind of like a you know sexy type of platform. And she came walking in, and I was just staring at her, and I didn't know why. Didn't really think much about it. And then she walked down the hallway, you know, to her bedroom, obviously. And Brad and I were, or he and I, Brad and I were just talking away and stuff like that. And then she came back into the kitchen, what I could see from the living room, and she didn't have the shoes on, but she had the the dress and the skirt and the pantyhose still on. And she sat there and she was doing her homework at the dining room table with her leg crossed. And I could see her, like, dangling her, you know, moving her toes around and, um, you know, moving her feet and all the rest of it. And I got kind of turned on by it all. And I ran up 13, and I didn't know what was going on, but I just got – I just thought, you know, God, this looks – this is awesome. So I was kind of just watching her when I can kind of sneak a peek, and I didn't want to let Brad know that, oh, my God, you know, you're – why why are you staring at my sister? So yeah. I just kind of snuck a peek whenever I could and stuff like that, and I got really, really, you know, kind of – not like I didn't get a heart on her or anything, but I just – I didn't know why, but I liked what I was looking at. Uh-huh. And so in the subsequent days afterwards, I I couldn't stop thinking about her. And I was and it just I was, you know, just thinking about her and thinking about her, and thinking about her. And then I woke up one morning and some of the stuff in my my memory's pretty clear on it all. And like you said, you know, like a lot of men, they get in their mid fifties and they just say the heck with it all and they just, you know, think or do whatever they want. And so I'm in my mid fifties and but my memory's great on this. I woke up one morning and thought okay this is what I'm gonna do so I went to my mom and I said mom I don't feel good and she says what's going on and I says I just don't you know my head hurts and my you know I feel warm and this that and the other I think I need to stay home today
1: okay it was a school day Uh uh-huh
2: yeah it was a school day and so she kind of reluctantly agreed and so I stayed home and I put my little plan into into motion so both my parents worked and I knew both of Brad's parents worked and it was a school day and
1: oh my god
2: staying home are you gonna go go into
1: the are you just going gonna go burglarize their home (laughs)
2: well well let's see here yeah so it was about nine o'clock in the morning and i was like well i'm shaking even telling the story right now but i was definitely shaken that day so it's nine o'clock in the morning and i went over there and i remember always when i went over to their house that their front door was never ever locked
1: Mm -hmm.
2: ever Even every time I went there, the door's never locked. So I thought, well, maybe this will be a day when the door's not locked. Right. And so I was peering around the neighborhood, making sure, you know, nobody kind of saw me, whatever. And I was dressed normal. I wasn't in my pajamas like I was when my mom left, you know. And so I opened the door and, you know, it was unlocked and I walked in there and, um I walked into her bedroom. Oh my and I opened god!
1: The- you knew for sure the parents were gone. The kids were at school, right? Yeah. Your parents yeah, both were gone, the- and now you're in their house. Were you like? Right. Was your heart beating so fast? Did you know uh, how bad yeah. you were? What you were doing? What? It, it was <laughs>
2: well, yeah. It was really super naughty. It really yeah. was. Mm-hmm. But the, you know, the both parents had their own cars, so they were both gone. And I knocked right. on the door first. You know, make sure maybe one of oh, them was right. staying home sick. Uh-huh. And I banged hard. You know, banged on the door really hard, not just like a, a slight, yeah, light tap. Yeah. T- yeah. And so um, I went in there and I went into her closet and I opened up the closet and there was the blouse and over to the right of it a little bit farther, there was the skirt and I'm and I'm looking and I was touching it, didn't do anything yet, just touching it and stuff like that. And I thought, okay, I looked down and there was the shoes sitting right there and I and I thought, oh yeah, she's wearing, you know, pantyhose too. So I went and opened her drawer and there was just one pair of tan pantyhose in there. So I said, those got to be the ones. And then it just kind of clicked in my mind. I thought, I'm gonna try this on the whole just outfit, because, just because, right? Okay. So I put the blouse on, so it wasn't just the, like it, a pantyhose thing.
1: I mean, it was the yeah. it was the the uh, the whole outfit. Interesting.
2: Yeah, I put mm-hmm. the, I put the whole outfit on, put the blouse on, and then I thought, well, let me put the pantyhose on first, and then I'll pull the skirt up because I've obviously you know seen my mom get dressed you know when I was a little boy. Yeah. So the pantyhose, and then put the skirt up, and I thought, let me try the shoes. Maybe they fit. And I said they look pretty close, so I tried the shoes on too, and the shoes fit. And it's like. Oh, my God. And then I thought, wait a sec. when is somebody's coming? So I actually walked oh down God. the hallway to the front door and peeked out the front window. I was like, okay, everything was cool. Everything was cool. So I was just walking around in her house wearing, wearing her stuff for, I don't know, like 15 minutes or so. And, and I would have walked around for hours if I could have. But. The paranoia of, you know, when I somebody came home. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I took the blouse off real careful and I made sure I knew exactly where everything was. Right. So I hung the blouse up just perfect the way it was and the skirt and it had like uh, these little spring clips I were holding the skirt up, make sure that was right. And I wanted to, I was going to keep the pantyhose, but there was only one pair in the drawer. And so I made sure and, and put them in there kind of the way they were and put the shoes back where they were. And I left the house. Mm-hmm. But while this was all going on, something kind of happened when I pulled those pantyhose up, when it when it rubbed across my cock, there was a feeling that I'd never felt before.
1: Right. Oh, interesting. Okay.
2: Yeah. And so I I got hard on. It was like my first hard on.
1: Oh, all right. So it wasn't like when you put that whole outfit on, you were hard. It wasn't until you actually felt that like sweep across you. It was the sensation that got you.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. Well, the, well, it's it's really an interesting sensation. And to break from the story for just a second, I did something kind of interesting for you today because yeah. I have the house to myself for a few days now. I'm actually dressed right now. No wig or makeup, but I'm full. I'm dressed every way except wig and makeup right now.
1: But whose so clothes I, are you wearing? You have your own female clothes. Have, are you wearing have, your wife's clothes? I know you're married. No,
2: I kind of have my own little stash. So hold on a second. Listen. Yeah. What's that? So I have like uh, six inch tall, very black, strappy high heels. Oh my! Uh, God. Kind of a black. You're more dressed up than I am. Yeah, black spandexy. Well, no, well, well, it's kind of a lycra type of uh, high neck, long sleeve, very short, and kind of just a go to like legs, sheer energy, suntan. Yeah. So I can feel the pantyhose on my cock right now. So it was the same type of feeling. Yeah. That I had that first time, and it was like. You know, really exciting. So I was, I, you know, kind of was touching myself a little bit and I'd never done this before. And I was like, Whoa, this feels so good. I, if I'd have known it felt this good, I would have done this, you know, years ago. Oh, that was like, the first time you jerked old. off. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So I, yeah. So I pulled the pantyhose down a little bit and I, and I start to just like rub myself and stuff like that. And it got a little bigger and got a little bigger and a little bigger. The next thing you know, kind of, it kind of exploded and I, and yeah. I didn't catch it. And so I yeah, went into the bathroom and got some tissue and, all over You, her you know, pantyhose? wiped it up, and yeah. Like, well, I was holding the pantyhose down because I didn't want to get any on her pantyhose. Of course. So like, oh my god! And so you know, Where wiped it you up. Where did jizz
1: and like all over the floor? Did some get? It on landed her in the carpet.
2: Oh, I could, <laughs> oh my god! Because I was just enjoying myself, and I didn't know yeah, what was going on, and it caught me off guard. Yeah, it's yeah. Like right now, you know, a man can kind of sense when things are kind of kind of getting to the finish there. Yeah. Um, I just like you boom, had no all of a
1: idea what the fuck was going. On. Yeah. It was your first time.
2: Yeah, it was first time. I just absolutely had no clue. So. Oh, yeah. That happened, and I cleaned it up, and you know I put everything away right, and then you know I was I was gone, and I was laying in bed, and and you know I went back and just said I oh, might as well just go lay down now, you know, and so I lay in bed and thinking about that, and I was touching myself and um, really enjoying that, so I guess that kind of started started the whole adventure, if you want right. to call it that. Mm-hmm. So that so that night, you know, I, I jerked off in bed, no pantyhose or anything like that. Um, and then for days, I was hoping to catch her again coming home from school. And then for a week or so, I was trying to hopefully catch her come home from school. And that was the only time I ever really saw her come home dressed like that. So right. I, was really, I was really kind of disappointed by that. So this is after a couple of weeks and everything. I went, uh, you know, what, what, what am I going to do? And I thought, well, you know, mom was I got home from school. Mom was still working. Dad was out doing something. I went into my mom's room. And grabbed a pair of hers just because I wanted to, the, the, you know, the touch and the feel. And, yeah. you know, I kind of, I kind of rubbed them on my cock and she had a whole drawer full. Right. So I actually, like, and, and, uh, you know, Brad's sister was wearing tan and my mom had a bunch of tan. So, of course, you know, I grabbed tan. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I, you know, I, I took them and I hid them under my bed like I've heard in other stories and things <laughs> like that. And at nighttime, I would take them out and I'd rub them on my cock and jerk off and, um, you know, I thought, Oh, you know, this, is this is great, you know, newfound, you know, entertainment here at nighttime. And so, you know, I would do that and stuff like that. And then one day, you know, when I had time in the afternoon, again, I actually went and got a pair of her high heels and I could barely kind of squeeze into a couple of them. And, and I kind of, kind of walked around in them and, uh, put those pantyhose on and stuff like that. So, you know, I was just having a great old time. I didn't understand any of it. You know, I, I thought, you know, is this weird? Is this not weird? Yeah. You know, I'm not sure, but it was fun and I was really enjoying it. And then probably like a month or so later, um, it was time for school and mom came and woke me up. She opened the door and she came in and actually got caught.
1: Oh, no way.
2: Yeah. Wait, I but like, asleep. what were you
1: wearing? Were you in full I, I, get I, up?
2: I, well, no. So what it was is, is I was, I was, I had them on and then I jerked off and then I took them off and I guess I just was like holding on to them and I fell asleep. So, so they were like, your mom um,
1: comes home and her son's sleeping, clutching a pair of her pantyhose.
2: Yeah, but are they just stained? Like yeah, Oy. I am like wadded up, uh, wadded oh up and they were God. on my right shoulder and I was laying on my <laughs> oh, back.
1: Yeah.
2: And so it's uh, that's the only time I've ever been caught.
1: Yeah, but wait, just tell me how your mom reacted and how much she knew. Like, did she know that you had come in them? Like, I mean...
2: My remember? my mom is one. My mom is one of the greatest ladies, yeah. one of the finest women I've ever known. Uh-huh. And she just says, "Okay, you know, it's time to get up for school," and that's all she said. And we never had a conversation
1: about. Yeah, it. that she is knew, pretty. She great. knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's you know, cool. yeah.
2: as as I've grown up, I've I've come to find, you know, this is an Italian family. Come to find that my mom is the twisted one of the two of them.
1: Oh, you so mean I'm, she's like she's got her own kinks? Is what you're saying that you know
2: of? Right. But I don't really know. But I, I well my wife I'm with now, one Christmas gift thing she gave me was kind of like uh, those miners hats, but it's just a strap. It's just the strap and the light that goes on your forehead. Uh-huh. And she kind of gave me that. It's kind of like a gag gift. You know, it's like, you know, I'm between my wife's legs with the mining helmet on and the light shining down. So, you know, little and she was giggling as she gave it to me.
1: Who, your, so just some your little mother my, or your.
2: Yeah, my mom gave that to me. She says, here, you might need this. This is a a little gift for you. It's like, oh, okay. So it's a light you put on your forehead so so I can see what I'm doing when I'm, you know, hanging out with my wife. And so um, she's just got a little edge about – they were about five or six years ago. They're in their later 70s. now. about five or six years ago, my cousin and his wife and my parents – um, they went, they went to Monterey or something like that. And in then in the morning, my cousin and his wife said, boy, you know, it was a weird night last night. There was all this banging going on in the room next door <laughs> and stuff like that. And my mom just starts giggling. Oh you know? my God! So it's I, your parents. He, yeah, it was my, it was my parents, but my cousin was like total red face talking about it and stuff like that. So Hilarious. I think my mom's, so my mom was very sweet about it. She probably obviously knows. I went took a pair of her pantyhose and I was playing with them. And
1: right, but that was the only time know. she caught you.
2: Yeah, it was the only time I've ever. I think probably the only time I've ever been caught. Well, I've got caught on purpose, but that's later on. In this,
1: right. Okay. In this so So now I'm um, assuming you went back to the stash while you're living with your while you're younger and in your parents' house. I mean, is that typically how you got off with pantyhose? Just kept going to your mom's drawer.
2: Well, it at some point also. You know, Brad's mom came. She was she was like a waitress in a restaurant, and mm-hmm. so she'd come home and she always wore black. Mm-hmm. And so one day, I I made another run next door, and I thought, let me see what black's like. So I actually was visiting Brad, uh, hanging out and stuff like that. And I says, I gotta go to the bathroom. So when I I passed the bathroom, obviously went into his mom's room and grabbed a pair of her black. Oh
1: my god! While Brad's I, in the other room, and while
2: while Brad's he was in the living room. and I went down the hallway to the bathroom and I jammed him down my. Jammed, jammed him down my pants under my balls. Right. So I didn't want to leave him in front because that would be like a bulge or something. Of I guess course. So I jammed yeah, him down yeah. there. And so I'm talking with Brad, and, and I'm trying not to get a, you know, a raging heart on while I got his mom's pantyhose stuffed you know, between my legs under my balls. So um took those home that night and wear those so I'd go between the the brown ones and the, or the tan ones and the black ones and stuff like that. And then I have a really vague memory once. I must have told Brad about it because I remember one time we were both Actually, we, we were why we were running. I don't know. We were in the house running, and he was wearing a pair of his black, mom's black ones, and I was wearing another pair of his mom's black ones. Oh, and so maybe we had the
1: same thing going
2: on. Right. So I shared it with him, and he says, and I think we went and got a, two pairs, and I was wearing some, he was wearing some. We were running, around. but we, we, you know, it's not like we touched each other or jerked yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah. We didn't do mm-hmm. any of that. None mm-hmm. of that happened. But, but I I remember memory that too, and that only happened one time, and so, you know, I just for a while there you know i just had those two pairs and every now and then i kind of wash them out a little bit because they get a little crusty if you know what i oh, mean Oh, my um, god, yeah but you know i, I kind of had this thing and i wasn't like every single night but it was almost every single night and i'd be just doing my thing and stuff like that and i thought you know god is this you know is there something wrong with me you know mm-hmm. but there, back then there was no internet or anything like that so you, i just you know was just enjoying myself and uh, i think uh then the next time I just, anything was really interesting was I graduated in eighth grade and, um, you know, capping gowns and all the rest of that. And I remember standing in line and one of the girls was wearing, you know, all the girls, most of them were wearing tan hosiery and one that I really liked. She had on these, these wood platforms, kind of like Brad's sister and stuff like that. remember her tripping and falling down and she had nothing on under the gown except for seamless tan pantyhose. And, you know, that was, that was the first crotch shot I ever saw. And it was, you know, covered in pantyhose. And I thought, Oh man, this is, this is awesome. I'd still hadn't, you know, been with a girl or touched a girl or anything like that. And, um, I thought that, you know, you know, someday, hopefully, you know, I was thinking, okay, you know, I'm just a kid still someday. Yeah. This is going to come around and, um, you, you know, I'll, I'll get to touch one for real. And on the house, on the other side of me, the mom's sister, who was quite a bit younger than her, they like to go out on Friday and Saturday night, and she always came over. I don't want to say, dressed like a whore, kind of in high heels, hosiery, the whole thing. And she used to come over all the time. So, you know, here I was inundated with all this stuff, and really nowhere to go except for you know hanging out myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And at that time, yeah, it wasn't my time yet. I guess I was just a little awkward, I, but yeah. it, it, But it all kind of changed when at sixteen, I, I got a job at this restaurant. It was kind of a dual restaurant. It was like a cafe on one side and a, and a high-end dinner house in the other side, but they had common dish stations and cook stations and all the rest of it. So there was a lot of employees, Yeah, um, you know, hundreds. Um, and I started working there at 16, and I worked there till 21. And so obviously at that time, all the waitresses were pantyhose. And, you know, almost all of them were in tan. And so I was, you know, like a kid in a candy store. And so talking with all the girls and, and hanging out with them all the time, and stuff like that, my awkwardness kind of started to come around a little bit you know, and I started gaining my confidence and they talked to me and I talked to them. So basically, you know, I just jumped into the deep end of the pool with a bunch of girls wearing pantyhose and, you know, eventually figured it all out. It was easier there than it was at school. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, so that's where I kind of cut my teeth, so to speak, and, and kind of get my groove a little bit and stuff like that. And actually when I was 18, I lost my virginity to one of the, one of the girls there was a waitress who's really sweet. She wasn't wearing pantyhose that night, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But, um, but I lost, you know, there'd, there'd be parties in the summertime after work and, you know, 20 of us or 30 of us, somebody's parents would be out of town and we'd go there and, you know, hang out at the house and lost my virginity to somebody when I was about 18. So it all, you know, it all started to work, you know, it was coming around for me slowly but surely. Right. And then when I, when I was about 18, they saw some some something good in me there. So they transferred me from the cafe to the, to the dinner house with the, you know, usually older, you know, older young ladies instead of a bunch of kids um, working there. So here I was 18 years old being around a bunch of women in their mid twenties waiting tables. So, you know, I even got better at, at my game, if you want to call it that and stuff like that. And I remember one night, um, sitting in the break area, having something to eat. Um, I just happened to look up and there was this one waitress that was on that side that I just met with beautiful, long, brown, curly hair and thin legs. And she'd wore black pantyhose, unfortunately, and stuff like that. I used to see her all the time and, and, I, I saw her when somebody, when another lady went into the um, to the bathroom. There, there was lockers in the men's and the women's just inside the door, and so somebody went in there, and there she was. She had her black pantyhose in her hand, and she was putting them in a locker. And I just happened to look up and catch that, mm-hmm. and I thought she was hot as can be. And I just happened to be closing that night, so I was one of the last people there, except for management, on purpose, of course. I went into the lady's bathroom and pulled that door open for that locker and grabbed her black pantyhose right out of the locker and stole them just kind of like and stole them of course mm-hmm. and so you know i stuffed them down my pants just like i did at brad's house years ago and stuff like that and you know it was really exciting i went out to you know, my car to drive home and pulled them out and they had this like different smell to them you know it smelled like a girl right you know and, and a perfume so it, you know it was like a new smell it's like whoa these were these are awesome so you know i had those for a while too and and but she only and she only worked there i was hoping i'd get to ask her out or something like that at some point but she only worked there for like a month maybe or something like that and she was gone and and that one was over um and then i was working the restaurant one day and this girl comes in and she literally looked like meryl monroe mm-hmm. um seriously blue dress blue shoes tan pantyhose the whole thing and she came in and she put her purse behind the um behind the waitress desk there and i thought no way she's not working here and and one of the other waitresses introduced me to her and she was like the most beautiful thing i'd ever seen and so i spent my evening as much as i could trying to talk to her right and we both got work off work about 10 o'clock and uh she says well you know it's nice to me and you know i'm gonna call my dad and get a ride home and i says oh i'll give you a ride home and i had this really nice muscle car at the time and she says, uh, and I says, I'll give you a ride home. She says, oh, let me ask my Let me call my dad and ask him. And his dad agreed. And I took her home. And I couldn't stop staring at her legs. She had the most awesome legs I've ever seen in my life. Well, obviously, I'm a leg man. Right. Um, right, Took her home. And we talked in her parents' driveway there. Uh, it was about 1030 we got there. And we probably talked till at least uh, the sun coming up. Mm-hmm. And uh, the whole night, never touched her staring at her legs the whole time she took her shoes off and i could see her you know like pantyhose covered feet and all the rest of it and everything like that and so that kind of started it the next adventure with her and i ended up taking her to work all the time and getting into a relationship with her um i'd go pick her up before work and she'd be walking around in a slip and tan pantyhose and um i thought that was the greatest thing in the world so i kind of on again off again relationship with her um she was a bit of a wild Wild girl, if you want to call it that. Mm-hmm. Um, when but she did any me, of these
1: did she, like? Did you let any of these girls know about your pantyhose fetish? This girl, did she know?
2: No, I was. I didn't. I just kept it on the down low, if you want to call it that. Right. I, and I re- and I really wanted to, but you know, when she started working that restaurant. She just turned sixteen, and I was now like twenty, I think, something like that um, you know, and I knew I'd be in trouble. So I, and she was really super wild, but she was like the most exciting thing I'd ever run across in my whole life. So I kind of just kept my distance from her a little bit and stuff like that and c- kind of went on and off. I'd see her and I didn't see her. And, you know, her parents always asked me to come over for dinner because I was, I think I was the one they really wanted her to be with. Cause you know, I had a, you know, I, I had a good job by then. And I switched from the muscle car to a, exotic sports car and i was doing good in my life and i treated her right and i'm intelligent and all the rest of it blah 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 blah. but i knew she was trouble um and i never and i and i so i just kind of kept my distance from her um and never told her about those type of things well i let her go um i met my first wife and started going out with her now her i told so this is where things start to change a little bit. Yeah. So I told her about my little fetish and things like that. You know, I love your legs. You're really tall, leggy. Now she would kind of wear for me every now and then and, you know, not do not do anything really wild. But, you know, got into a relationship um, with her. Mm-hmm. And after after a few years, you know, we got engaged. And uh, I'll give you the real short version of this story. It's this story. I could take the whole hour and spend on it. But um, the night before we moved away, we were going to move away two states away. Um, one of my buddies set up a bachelor party for him knowing I was leaving. So he set it up the night before I was ready to leave. And so we're at, um, a strip club in a major city here on the West coast. And, um, we were getting ready to drive back down to our hometown, which is about an hour South of it. And we were 11 guys in a 10 person limo. So one of us always had to ride in the front of the limo. And so I decided, okay, I'll ride back for the hour and, you know, sit up front. So I'm talking to the, the driver of the limo and she's telling me, she's beautiful herself, telling me pe- famous people she's driven around. And I said, you know what? I, I, I had a dream last night. And you know, she says, well, what's the dream? I says, well, there's this one gal I used to go out with that was like the, you know, the, the most of me in my life. And, you know, and, and, you know, I think maybe she would have been the one, but she was too wild and crazy. I dreamt that we were going to see her tonight. And I hadn't seen her in about three years at this point. Mm-hmm. And so, She says, well, you know, we're going to this bar called D.B. Cooper's. Um, You know, if something happens, if you see her, you better come get me. So we get out of the limo. when We got back to our hometown and 11 of us go walking in and the groom says, hey, you guys been buying drinks all night? He says, we got enough time for a round or two. I'm buying. We get about 10 feet from the door and I hear her scream. Mark! It's her. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Hadn't seen her in three years. Right. Runs to me, black and silver dress, black Black this is the Marilyn pantyhose. Monroe girl. This is the Marilyn Monroe Runs straight to me, jumps into my arms, lays this big old kiss on me, said, you know, and my guys are right there with me and I'm completely blown away. Well, we end up dancing and talking and talking and dancing and uh, blah, blah, blah. You know, you were always the best. You always treated me the best. You know, my parents always loved you, blah, blah, blah. Please come home with me. And it's like, and everything was packed. to so I was leaving the next day to move two States away. And I was engaged uh, to get
1: married. Right. Uh-huh. To,
2: get, to get married. So I said, well, you know, I'm with my guys tonight. You know, give me your number. I'll call you tomorrow. Well, left the next day, drove two states away, never called her, And started a new life. Mm-hmm. I knew she And I, you know, that's, you know, a yoga, b- very famous Yogi bear line says, when you come to a Y in the road, take it. Right. You know, right. Mm-hmm. Hey, right. And so I, I, that night I was given a Y in the road and I, and I didn't take it. Um, I stayed on the course. And uh, so, you know, moved two states away, and my wife would wear for me every now and then, and, you know, not that much. Um, Then, you know, years later, her, you know, give you the real condensed version, we'll get back to fun stuff. Um, Her life fell apart, Uh, her mother's health fell apart, she fell apart, Uh, I had to leave to save my own life, both families agreed, Um, OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder, if you know what I mean. Um, her because yeah her uh, obsessive compulsive disorder yeah. OCD yeah her mom got breast cancer twice 17 years apart so she thought her mom's going to die the second time and so she turned into a germaphobe everything we breathe, drink or eat is going to give us cancer and so she got paranoid about everything and so I got you a divorced
1: her, right mm-hmm. right okay. so I
2: came back home got my own place and wasn't really finding anybody and I turned back to my old faithful I went to the store and you know I was you know start new and everything like that so i bought some pantyhose and i thought hey why not you know i'm I'm single again now you know i gotta gotta have a you know gotta have a little bit of fun here so i went got some pantyhose and um you know would wear them around the house and you know i was working hard to put my life together and everything like that and then i thought you know i want a little bit more i couldn't go into my mom's closet or brad's sister's closet and take any clothes so i i went to an adult store a big warehouse one and actually bought some, a couple dresses and some heels that fit me and stuff like that. So I used to kind of walk around, you know, my apartment and stuff like that. You know, while I was still kind of put my life together and having a little bit of fun and all the rest of it. And then one day I'm I'm looking, I'm dressed up and I'm looking in the mirror. And I thought, wow, I look really, I, you know, my shape is real good. I'm, you know, I look good. I says, I wonder what a man would think. And I thought, nah, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, a couple of different times I'm looking in the mirror and I thought, really, I wonder what a, I wonder what a, I wonder if a man would think I was I would look okay. And at that time, you know, Craigslist was still active, right? So I thought, you know what, I'm just going to post a leggy picture on you know with these real tall high heels, about as tall as the ones I'm wearing today, on Craigslist. And so I posted on Craigslist, and the first day I got like 75 replies. Oh my god! And I thought, this is cool. This is awesome. I I was scared to death too because I read most of them. And they were mostly kids just looking for something, anything to fuck. Mm -hmm. So it's like, so, uh, you know, I read through them all. And then the next day I got about 50 and I was like, this is awesome. You know, and and I quickly figured out that, you know, if I'm really going to do this, I better just kind of like pick an older guy. Right. Yeah. Just to be safe. So, you know, I I, I would read through it and I read through it for like four days. And this one guy stuck out. He's, you know, he was, he was in his early 60s. And his wife wasn't doing too well. And obviously, you know, he says his wife doesn't wear for him anymore. And he, he's always been a leg man, pantyhose man and stuff like that with a you know, with a tiny bit by curious. And he says, you know, I'd love to meet you and just like see you and watch you walk around and maybe touch your legs and stuff like that. And he says, and, I'll, and I'd be fine if that's all that happens. And I thought, you know what, this is this is, you know, this is if I'm going to do this, this this is where I got to start. You know, just because just for my own curiosity, because I'd hate to be you know 20 or 30 years older and regret not ever trying i'm not that type of person you know i'm more, i'm a type of person that you know why why wait you know so i but let so me ask I, you, you know, this
1: you ever had fantasies about this kind of scenario before or was this the first time it kind of entered your mind
2: that moment i looked in the mirror and it clicked i wonder what right. a man would think that is the absolute first time you know like when brad was wearing them when i was at his mom's house you know, I didn't think, oh, yeah, boy, I'd like to just rub his penis or something like that. I never had one thought about it. So when I looked in the mirror, that was like the first time. And I've never really been, you know, bi-curious or anything like that. But, you know, uh, you know, my penis feels good and my penis looks good. You know, it's a penis. You mm-hmm. know, it's not, you know, so I thought, you know, he's not going to show me his penis. He wants to see me and touch my legs. So I felt pretty safe with that. But no, no bi-curious stuff at all, never even a pang of it in my life. Okay. And so, And so I invited him over. And he came in and he brought, you know, he, he, he was holding a picture, a little picture of his wife he says, look, here's, you know, he's like trying to convince me. And he says, here's a picture of my wife. And, you know, uh, you know, I just want to show you that, you know, I'm real and, you know, I'm not playing any games. And well, the whole time I was talking, I was walking around that cause I was really nervous and scared. You know, here I am in front of a man, he be it an older man and here I am dressed, sexy, no wig or makeup or anything like that. And, you know, eventually, you know, we talked for like maybe 20 minutes or something like that. And then I, I felt pretty comfortable. And I started to calm down. And I says, would you like to touch my legs? And he said, oh, I'd love to. So he was sitting on the couch. So I just walked up to him and just let him start to touch my legs. And I got really turned on by it. And I thought, this is, you know, this feels good. You know, whether it's a man or a woman, it just feels good and it feels wow. natural. So so I just let him do that. And, and after about 10 minutes of that, and I said, if you want to feel up a little higher under my skirt, it's okay. And so he did that, and he was feeling my cock and my ass and my legs and everything like that, and it it felt really really good, and you know I could see he was getting a little nervous and things like that, and so we kind of we kind of called an end to it. And I says, you know, if if you'd like to do this again, you know, I'd be, you know, I've never done this before. You know, and you look a little nervous and I'm a little nervous. You know, would you like to do it again? He went, he said, yeah, I'd really like to. He says, you know, he says, I think I should go, though, because, you know, I'm I'm having almost like a panic attack. And I says, I can see it in your face. It's okay. So we ended it there. And like three days later, he wrote to me again and he says, you know, that was really nice. You know, I'd like to meet you next next week if we could do it again. So I invited him over the next week, just about a week later. And pretty much the same scenario. I'm a little bit nervous, but a little more calm. And I walk around for him. And, um, you know, he's sitting on the couch and he just says, Is it okay if I just stare? I says, Yeah, it's great if you stare. No problem. And so I'm walking around. And then I walk up to him and he's touching, 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 and uh, feeling my cock and my ass and things like that. And I just looked down at him. I thought, Okay, here we go. I says, Do you want to taste it? And he went, Oh, please. Is it, would it be okay? And so he pulls my pantyhose down and he, you know, he, he's like lightly, you know, sucking on my cock and I'm thinking this feels awesome. You know, this is, this was great. I wasn't seeing anybody, you know, I didn't, you know, all my, all my friends are, are married and have lives and here I'm the divorce one. And, you know, and, and so he, he gave me this nice, soft, slow blow job and, you know, he let me come in his mouth and it was, it was the most beautiful thing. It wasn't just, you know, me being by or anything like that. It just felt really good. And he was really, really, you know, thankful and appreciative of it. And, um, you know, he thanked me for, you know, being brave enough to you know let him come over. And, um, from there, you know, I, I, I never saw him again and, and I couldn't kind of get it out of my mind. Um, I started dating somebody, you know, probably, I don't know, a couple months after that, but every now and then I would, you know, wear the stuff around the house and, um, think about it, and you know, I, I go over her place and I actually stole some pantyhose or stuff like mm-hmm. that. I guess I'm a little, I guess I'm a little pantyhose thief.
1: Yeah, you know. And sure. then,
2: and then sometimes I'd be wear the pantyhose under my jeans or under my sweatpants, um, and and go from there. You know, just to kind of have my fun. But um, then on a Father's Day, I actually posted on Craigslist looking for somebody because I was in a grocery store and all these couples were in there and her was single. And I'm I'm thinking, I was really frustrated, so I says, you know, here I am, Father's Day, all these couples, and, and, you know, I got nobody. Well, somebody answered back to me, and uh, we went out, and she was, uh, you know, an incredible lady, and we talk, 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 and, of course, now I'm brave enough, you know, I says, you know, and I'm really into, like, legs and pantyhose and all the rest of it, stuff like that. And she says, oh, I wear them sometimes. That's, you know, that's fine. So, you know, she told me a little story, you know, I, I knew it was going to be okay. Cause she told me, yeah, when I was young, you know, I used to do some wild things and stuff like that. She loves driving through the city and you know, this guy in this big truck, I had this little short skirt on and he yells down at me and he says, he says, Hey, you're beautiful. And she says, thank you. And he says, yeah, I want to lick your pussy. So she let him lick his pussy. Oh my God. So I knew at that point that, you know, she had a little bit of game in her and stuff like that. A little bit of wildness. Yeah. for sure. Um, and she had the sexiest walk in, in high heels that I've, that I've ever seen And stuff like that. So, you know, as the relationship started to build, you know, I, I, you know, liked her to dress sexy and she was totally fine with that. You know, sometimes I'd ask her to dress, you know, in, in sexy clothes and walk in the mall and just watch younger guys look at her. So I guess I started to think about stuff like that, too. Yeah. And then one time we're laying in bed and she's got pantyhose on and we're, you know, we're kind of in the middle of sex and stuff like that. I says, those feel really good. I says, can I wear a pair of yours? She Mm -hmm. says, really? I says, yeah. I says, I I just want to see what it feels like. You know, I didn't, you know, rubbing against you like that. And she says, sure, go ahead. So, you know, it just kind of went from there. And I thought, wow, this, you know, she's awesome. This is, this was working out perfect. So we'd have sex. Sometimes I'd be wearing, she'd be wearing all the rest of it. And then one time I did ask her, I says, I I says, and she was actually in, you know, in a business and, and that dealt with women's things. And, and I says, I think you should maybe dress me up in like a wig and makeup one time just to see what I look like. And she says, okay, no problem. So she <laughs> about, cool a week her, la- yeah. about a week later, yeah, about a week later, she had, uh, she had stuff and she dressed me up and I thought I looked pretty darn good. Mm-hmm. And so Christmas was coming around and she said, uh, well, you know, what do you want for Christmas? And I says, well, you know, sweetie, you know, we had a good life, good jobs, nice house, everything. And I, and I said, you know, we weren't married cause she had a bad first marriage. So she was almost against getting married again, but we were living together. Um, and, and I, and I says, I don't know. I, I have everything I need. She says, come on, you got to want something for Christmas. And I just threw it out there, not thinking anything would come of it. And I says, how about some fantasy wishes? She says, what do you mean? And I says, how about six fantasy wishes mm-hmm. of my call? Anything goes. And she went, wow, is that what you really want? I said, yep. And she said, Sure. Okay. So I went with that. So about two months later, on a Saturday night, I set it all up. I went to my old favorite Craigslist and did some posting. And instead of posting pictures of me in pantyhose and high heels, I pictured, I put pictures of her Mm -hmm. saying, you know, my, my milfy wife, uh, you know, we're looking for, we're looking for a third uh you know if you're really interested and you're a leg man and you're you're okay with pantyhose and all that shit please write to me and tell me why I should choose you. Right. Well, I can't I can't tell you how many replies I got cuz she had course, great legs. Yeah. So but, a ton. A ton of replies plus, and a ton uh, of replies any, to the next year. But day. that's
1: the hard thing to find. I mean, you know, for a couple to say, "Hey, come in and like, you know, to guys, you want to come yeah. in and hook up with us." I mean, like every guy's like, "Yeah, I'm down." It's a other things are a little much harder to get, but that's an easy one.
2: Right. Absolutely. So I, I ended up picking up somebody who went to the same, he was uh, about 20, I guess, uh, redheaded kid. Uh, he said he was awkward with girls too. He played the same sport I played, went to the same college I went to, said this would really boost his confidence, you know, to be with somebody, you know, that I didn't show a face pick, you know, that hopefully is, you know, as beautiful as, as her legs are. And so I ended up picking him. Um, and I set it up. We met at a restaurant near this big, huge mall. And I told, I told my lady, I says, okay, you know, we're going out to dinner and blah, blah, blah. You know, please, you know, we're going to, I'm going to dress you appropriately. Cause there's something going on. And she just kind of smiled. She says, what? And I says, oh, it's fantasy wish night. She says, really? So I had her in a black corset, uh, tan pantyhose, some really tall strappy black high heels and like a, a black coat cover in the corset. We mm-hmm. went out to dinner. And so I told him to meet us there at six. And I knew what he looked like because I had to, I made sure he sent me pictures. So I waved to him and saw him and he came walking over and she turned red face. And I says, you know, I'd like you to meet so-and-so. I said, he's going to be with us tonight. And right. so, so this was kind of the next adventure of it all. Um, so we talked and, and, I, and I explained to her about the Craigslist and all the rest of it. And She's like awed by it all, kind of turned on and odd. Mm-hmm. But she she was really, you know, kind of excited about it all. So, you know, she started asking him questions. Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? Um, and I set up a hotel room at the hotel next to the mall. And uh, we got up from the table and I told him, I says, hey, take her hand walk her out like she's your lady and walked out to the vehicle. I put them both in the back seat and drove us over to the mall. We went upstairs. Um, they sat on the bed, I sat on the couch, and she's telling him, she says, "Okay, here's some here's some of the ground rules. No kissing, and you got to wear a condom." And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, no problem." And I'm sitting on the couch and I'm frozen cuz I'm like watching my own real porno movie here. Yeah. You know, with my my lady in this I I was literally frozen. And so, you know, you know, she says, you know, go ahead and touch my legs. So he's touching her legs and touch my breasts. And she says, you can you can't kiss me, but you can kiss my neck. So he starts kissing her neck and feeling her. Well, she started to get into it. Next thing you know, she's kissing him on the mouth. And they're kind of, you know, touching and feeling and feeling and touching. And she ended up going down on him for like two minutes. And then she says, well, why don't you put a condom on? And he put a condom on and she was, you know, he did her dog style for like, I don't know, 20 minutes or something like that. And I'm literally frozen on the couch. Mm-hmm, watch couldn't it. move. Right. Totally enjoying it. Yeah. So they, fin- they finish their their thing and he leaves and then we had sex. And she says, well, why didn't you join in? I says, I don't know. I was frozen on the couch. This was, you know, this was awesome. I didn't know what to think. Yeah. You know, I, I, could, I couldn't move. And so she was, you know, she was perfectly fine with that. So those were some of the. You know, those are one of the six fantasy wishes. But at some point, you know, her life kind of turned on her a little bit. She had a job change and she started working, you know, 60, 70 hours a week. And she had a family member with, you know, with a with a drug problem. And I literally for time, you know, wouldn't see her for almost a week or two at a time. She either be traveling um, you know, in her office at home working and it was just, you know, the relationship was kind of degrading and oh, that's uh, too bad. I, it really was because she was an awesome lady, but she just literally had no time. So I took care of the house. I did the, the cooking, the cleaning, the shopping, working, doing everything. And I was like bored and lonely. So right. one, one Saturday night, um, went, drove to the big city, you know, cause usually on my days off, I'd drive and go get a donut and coffee in the morning and I was craving a donut. So I thought, Oh yeah, there's that place in the city. I'm, a, you know, he was bored. It was 10 o'clock at night. She was gone for the whole weekend. And I drove into the city to go get a donut. And so I got my donut and coffee and I'm just driving around in the city and stuff like that. And I see this see this young lady standing on the corner. Mm-hmm. And I thought, hmm, interesting. So I drive around again and she's still there. So I pull over and she just gets in.
1: Oh, so it was a hooker?
2: Uh, In training, we'll call it. Okay. And so she says, uh, she says, hi, how are you doing? I says, oh, hi, you know, I'm doing great. I just saw you standing here. I just came to get a donut. And she says, you know, well, what are you doing? I says, I'm just driving around eat my donut. She says, well, you know, what do you want to do? And I says, well, to be honest. And she says, yeah, just tell me. She says, you know, I just love to see you dressed up in something sexy uh, of my wife and just like touch you and play with you and she went mm, okay sure she says where do you live I said about 30 minutes away mm-hmm. so I took her home and dressed her up in some of my wife's clothes and pantyhose and high heels and, and she was walking around the bedroom all the rest of it really pretty girl and all the rest of it and and I thought you know she looks she looks beautiful and it's because I was bored and I guess ethically I thought it was okay so she you says didn't well, fuck you know, or I-
1: anything like that
2: well, this is where it was going. She says, well, "What do you want to do? What do you want to do?" And I says, "Well, I tell you what. I says, let's be like kind of sixty-nine, and I'll just play with like your legs and your feet, and you suck my cock." Mm-hmm. And she says, "Well, you know, I have to wear. A, you have to wear a condom." And I went, eh. and I says, "I'll tell you what. I says, I'll let you keep the dress, the pantyhose, and the high heels. No condom." And she thought about it for like ten seconds, and she says, "Well, my friend told me I always use, need to use a condom." And I says, "Well, you know, you look at the house we're in, you know, and I'm clean cut, you know, nice looking, all the rest of it, you know. I mean." clothes and all the rest of it and she went mm, okay and so oh my she, god you're both
1: terrible i'm a very yeah i'm a, a very so, big condom advocate someone complained about that on a youtube content con, comment recently i think like it's a cock block to some people but i like right. here you are cheating on somebody it's so yeah, bad I know. okay but anyway I know. go so, on with the story
2: <laughs> yeah it was great it was great so she sucked my cock i played with her legs and that lasted for god like an hour do we talk a little bit And she how much did I'd that cost and, you how much did that cost me? That cost me 200.
1: Okay. And and the clothes and the outfit?
2: Right, but my wife had closet full and had okay. like 60 plus I buy <laughs> I was the one that bought, bought her shoes most of them. So she has yeah, like 60 plus. Yeah. She would never even re- remember which ones were missing. No, but I'm just so saying I, that's.
1: I was just trying to figure out what the girl got made out with. So it was 200 bucks and uh you know had to tow gear new outfit
2: well the shoes the shoes were Jessica Simpson so they weren't cheap right yeah Uh they weren't from they weren't from Target or something right they Uh were nice sexy shoes so she she made out she made out pretty good and she gave me her number and I called her but nothing you know nothing nobody ever picked up Mm -hmm. so so that was that was the end of that well things you know still kind of still kind of degraded a little bit um for you know, in the relationship, so I went back on you know a couple weeks later on Saturday night to get my donut. Driving around, didn't see anything, you know. Any girls out there? But I saw somebody else there, and you know, she was in like a white cottony dress, tan hosiery, pantyhose, and and white high heels. But she looked a little different, and I thought, hmm. So I drove around again, and I but she looked oh, so good. I know good. where this is going. Right. So she pulled over. I saw. Right, so I pulled over and she got in, and I heard the voice immediately. And I'm <laughs> right. thinking, oh God, I don't know if I should do this. And she, you know, she said, "Thanks for pulling over." She says, "You know, I'm just feeling a little lonely tonight." She was really honest and was doing a lot of talking. So I just feel a little lonely tonight. I just kind of want to hang out with somebody. Would that be okay? And she looked great, so I thought, okay. She says, "Can we go? We can go back to my place. You know, you can park your truck in a secure parking lot, and you know, we just, just, I'm just." It's funny lonely. though. I hate to
1: say this. This is so off topic, but. It's funny that you're like, oh, she said to me, I'm feeling a little lonely. Like she was being really honest. Like, don't you think that's like their fucking pickup line? Like, that's how they get you to, you know, become, you know, like that's how they're getting paid. Like, that's like a line, you know, don't you think? (laughs) Or do you think she's really lonely? I just think that's what she says to get her, you know, to get you to like really be down, you know, and, and get you to pay up and do what she wants to do and become her John for the night.
2: Well, you know, she looks so good, and I never done this before. She looks so good that I would have paid for it. Exactly.
1: But, oh, but you didn't but, pay yeah. for it. Yeah.
2: So I was thinking that. So we get back to her place, yeah. And you know, we're talking and we're we're talking, and I says, and I just thought, okay, let me break the ice. Cream. I says, can I just touch your legs while we're talking? She says, oh yeah, sure. Talk. She she works for some LGBT organization and stuff like that. And she and she says, you know, I'm seriously lonely. She says, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not being oh, a hooker okay. tonight. Oh, okay. So I, I just, shouldn't I have just opened my mouth. To hang out with it was real,
1: right? Okay. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. So she, I ended up in, and, and I says, well, you know what, thank you, you know, for being really honest. I says, I would have paid for it because you're, you're beautiful. She says, really? I says, yeah. I says, you're really, really beautiful. Look at your legs. I'm a leg man. I'm a pantyhose man. I'm this, I'm that. I says, I'd be perfectly fine with just like playing with your legs and stroking you and having you, you know, stroke my cock. And she says, I'll totally do that. So I hung out with her for like four hours. Uh huh. And she ended up giving me a blow job, no sex, no nothing. I didn't, I, d- I didn't go up and feel her bulge or anything like uh-huh. that. And it just played with her legs and she played with my cock and give me a blow job. And, and then, you know, it was getting, you know, like probably like three o'clock in the morning and I left and I thought, Oh my God, this was, this was incredible. But while we were talking and stuff like that, she says, you ever been to this club? You know, I won't say the name X, Y, Z. I says, no, I've never even been to a club. I've never even, you know, to be honest, been with somebody like you. And she says, oh, you ought to go to this club. There's, you know, a bunch of girls like me and they'd love you. And, you know, you're big cock and all the, you know, da, 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 da you ought to go in there sometime. And I says, well, you know, I do. I do dress up every now and then. She says, and then she stops. She says, you do? And I says, yeah. I says, I've never, you know, I've I tried on the wig and the makeup one time with with my lady, but, I, you know, I've never been out or anything like that. But I have, a, you know, a dress and high heels that fit me. And she's, oh, you ought to dress and you ought to go down there sometime. It's so much fun, blah, 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 blah. And so for a little while after that night was over, I started thinking about it. And I thought, hmm. So I actually got up the, the guts one night. You're still
1: married at this point?
2: Well, we were still with her. I was still with her, but she didn't want to get married because she had such a rough relationship. You're not but married, but you like, guys
1: are together though. Like you're like still with this half, woman, right?
2: Yeah, we're like five or six years in at this point.
1: Okay, but she's so busy that she doesn't realize that you get totally dressed up and go out one night to this club.
2: No, not at all, because she's right. traveling at yeah. least a week or two a month. Okay, so I'm fr- so I'm free and clear. So we're just we're just you know I, living in two different worlds. You know, we, she'd say one night, oh, yeah, let's watch a movie. And then we'd start watching some movies. Yeah, who cares oh, about that? I forgot that. about this email. Yeah, let's
1: get back to the story anyway. Cause yeah, yeah, the story.
2: Yeah. It's a yeah, <laughs> good story. Part, we
1: don't yeah. care about her. <laughs> get back no, to that. No, we don't care. Now you're dressed about up this. and you're going out for the first time, like cross-dressed, right? Like.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. So I was scared to death and I went and parked down the street from this club and I, and I walked over to the club. And I didn't go inside and the wig and I did the best I could on makeup and stuff like that. And I had a lot of cars pull over and trying to to try to pick me up. And I was really, really excited about it, really excited about it, but didn't didn't get in any vehicle or anything like that. But I was really turned on by didn't go into the club. And so I left because I was getting a little nervous. I saw police down the street and all the rest of it. So I kind of not run, of course, because I was in tall shoes made my way back to my vehicle and drove home and kind of chickened out, staying out there anymore. And I kind of regretted it a little bit. And then, uh, you know, every now and then I'd still be posting to kind of keep some guys in the bullpen, if you know what I mean, just Uh in case I was feeling extra horny. And so this one guy wrote me in in, and asked if, you know, if he could take me out and I thought, Hmm, boy, this would be kind of interesting. But he says, you know, can we meet first? And I said, sure. He says, well, I own this record studio. You know, I'll meet you at my record studio late night, you know, 10, 11 o'clock or something like that. I'll give you the tour of the record studio and we could just see if we get along. So I, I met him at his record studios, a nice older guy, he gave me the tour. And I'm walking around fully made up the wig, the makeup, high heels, pantyhose, the whole thing, walking around, walking around, walking around. And it was great, you know, and, and he was really a nice man and all the rest of it. And, uh, you know, we talked for a little while and stuff like that. And he was, tu- you know, he asked me to touch my legs. He says, that's all I want to do. Can I just touch your legs? And, you know, just to see, you know, just, just because I won't be able to get through the night if I don't, I said, sure. And that's really all that happened. But he says at the, at the end of the night, he says, you know, but can I take you out? I'd really like to just take you out. Would you, could you do that? And I said, sure, why not? And he says, I'll come pick you up. I'll take you out into the city. We'll go to this club X, Y, Z. And I says, and I thought in my mind, oh my God, that's the club that the, the tranny mentioned, uh-huh. and I thought, okay, I'm down with this. Okay, no problem. So a couple of weeks later, we set it up, and he came and picked me up, and we're talking on the way, and, and I'm cross, I'm being like a girl. I'm, t- you know, I'm crossing my legs and you know, moving my feet around and kind of trying to turn them on a little bit while we're driving. And we're a couple blocks away from the club. It's probably like nine or ten o'clock at night. And he says, "Well, I gotta put my car in a parking garage about a block away. He says you can be able to walk that far in those high heels." And I says, "Well, I tell you what, why don't you just drop me off in front, and then go park the car." And he went, oh, okay. So I knew what I was doing. So as soon as he dropped me off and drove away, cars would stop and they were trying to pick me up. Cause here I was, I got to play that same game I played, you know, in, you know, previous times. Mm-hmm. And so I was really getting turned on by it all. And come on, Hey baby, you know, God, what great legs. You want to go for rides? You want to go home for me? You know, I heard <laughs> right. all these stories. Yeah. It was awesome. It was, it was, I, I was really, really super excited. And, uh, you know i didn't get in any car i really wanted to though just because i was so turned on and he comes walking up and we go into the car or go into the uh, place and he introduces me to the manager evidently he's a semi-regular in there and the manager's all made up you know cro- tranny cross dress whatever you want to call it and they're they're giving me drinks and they're really excited to see somebody new in there and you know giving me all these props on you know how nice i looked and and all the rest of it and i was thinking you know this is this is you know, this was great. You know, I'm totally loving this and having a good time. And we hung out in the club for like two hours. We actually danced a little bit. I've never tried to dance in tall shoes. Uh Um, and just hung out in the club. Didn't have sex with him. Didn't, didn't touch his penis. Didn't see his penis. Um, we got, when we got back to the, this, to my place, I invited him in. He came in, he gave me a, he gave me a, he gave me a blow job and, you know, and then he left Uh and, I, you know, and that kind of started my line of thinking a little bit down the line a little bit, uh, you know, that, you know, maybe this is okay. And, and, um, you know, maybe I am a little bi-curious. Um, and so I answered another guy's ad and the wife was gone. Um, he sounded a little more sketchy than the first guy. He was a little bit younger too, but I thought, well, okay. So I went and got a hotel room so he can meet me there instead of the house. Mm-hmm. Um, he comes up to the hotel room and he's got flowers for me and a card, and he's really excited. And he wanted to take me out to dinner instead of some club in that same big city. And so here we are in this restaurant. And he says, well, I'm going to order for you. You know, obviously my voice. Because, um, he, you know, I wanted to look the part, but I didn't sound the part. Yeah. And so he says, do you mind if I order for you? I says, oh, no, no, no. You go right ahead. Order for me. And so um, we're eating. And, and, you know, I'm getting a few looks. But kind of, you know, not like, what the hell is that? But just kind of an interesting look. Um, like, you know, this is something different here um and then after dinner we're walking with like literally thousands of people out there and he says you want to go for a little walk i says oh yeah because now i've turned into an exhibitionist a little bit uh-huh. i want to be i want to be out in public and i want to be seen and so as we're walking i got all these girls and women that will come up to me and talk to me you mm-hmm. know and say are you a guy or how do you walk in those how do you walk in shoes that tall or right. you have you have great legs and i could see guys giving me a, a first look and then a second look and mm-hmm. then a third look trying to figure me out. Or, you know, it's was like, Whoa, he looks really, he, she looks really sexy, but that's a guy I think and stuff like that. So I was totally turned on by that. And so we go back to the hotel room and this was mainly just, you know, for my entertainment. So I, I had never had sex with a man, never thought about having sex with a man. I didn't have sex with this guy, but I told him he could, you know, he could suck my cock if he wanted to. And he did because he was really turned on the whole night. And I never never gave him, you know, I didn't give him a hand job or anything like that. I guess I was just being a little selfish. But, you know, I was the one out in public in the dress, the pantyhose, the high heels, the makeup, all the rest of it. Right. And I guess this was kind of my reward for it all a little bit. Well, he tried to contact me a couple more times and go out and um, didn't, you know, didn't didn't happen. So but, you know, I could see my my quest was kind of you know, getting ready to kind of take the next step. So a couple of weeks later, I answered this other ad from this, from this very well-spoken, well-written gentleman. And he wanted me to meet him at his workplace, which was a corporation that he said, he's the CFO corporation that you would know by name. Uh-huh. And and so I, during the day and he says, you don't have to wear the wig and makeup, but I just want to see you in a dress and pantyhose and high heels. So I was like, okay. And he says, meet me right out front. So I was like, and I, he sent me his picture and so I pull right up front and there I am sitting there and he comes walking out with a couple other guys and he gets in my vehicle and he says, Oh, the, go go over there to the parking garage. And it's like, Whoa, parking garage. Okay. You know, broad daylight and all the rest of it. So we're in the parking garage, I back into a stall and uh, we talk for a minute or two and he's p- touching my legs and kind of feeling my cock and things like that. And security comes driving by he had the flashing lights on top and I says, Oh, we better take it easy. He says, Oh no, that's so-and-so. He waves at him as the guy's driving by. And it's like, wow, this is really weird. And um, he he says, okay, this is enough for now. He says, I got to get back into the office. I got a one o'clock meeting. I says, okay. He says, well, here's my card. He says, this is me. This is my private number. He says, you know, you can call me, but don't call me at night. My wife won't, won't know, but he says, I want to meet you. And I says, sure. Why not? Okay. And he says, this is my address. He says, we have a big home and a big, you know, a big lot. And this was in an area with like $5 million homes. And he says, I got a big motor home right next to the house. He says, when you pull in and park, park next to the motor home and then just go in the motor home and wait for me, you know, you know, about 10 o'clock. So I says, okay. So, and he says, just, just the way you are. So I went in there uh, about 10 o'clock, drove in there, got out of my vehicle, walked into the motor home. About two minutes later, he come walking into the motor home on his property. And it's like, you know, this is in a big, you know, in a real big, expensive residential area. And, and I says, well, where's the wife? She says, oh, her and the kids go to sleep, you know, early. So, he's, so he says, I'm fine. He says, you know, I just loved your legs. He says, I just love to just, you know, touch your legs and suck your cock. Would that be okay? And I thought, you know, right it is. Go for it. So he was, you know, here he is, the CFO of a major company in the United States on his knees in front of me, sucking on my cock. And I'm thinking... I'm giggling inside. I'm thinking, you know, this is, this is unbelievable. Um, So he's sucking my cock and he's talking. And I think he, I think he was kind of a submissive Uh a little bit Uh because I could tell because in these shoes, like right now I'm six, one, I'm like six, six wearing these things if I standing up. So I'm really tall. So I think he liked that I'm tall. Mm-hmm. Um, in the whole submissive thing because he was down mm-hmm. on his knees in front of me sucking on my cock and I think and he was a kind of a shorter guy I think he kind of liked being submissive and stuff like that yeah. so after after he was done sucking my cock and I says well can I do anything for you I felt kind of guilty a little bit this time and he says well you can jerk me off if you want to so the first time I had a cock in my hand I jerked him off and I thought and I thought this isn't so bad this isn't such a, a bad thing at all And so I I jerked him off. And he said, he says, can we meet again? Can I get a hold of you another time? And can we meet again and and do this? And I says, I says, absolutely. I says, you know, I feel really comfortable with you. I feel safe and all the rest of it. Um, and about once every two or three months he would, um, you know, give me a, you know, give me a call and, and, you know, I'd, I'd go over there at nighttime when, when she was away and, you know, he'd suck my cock and, uh, about the third or fourth time I says, you know, would you like a little more this time? And so I ended up, you know, cause I really felt comfortable after three or four visits. I, I said, you know, can I, you know, can I suck your cock? And he went, mm, yeah, okay. Yeah, go for it. So I ended up sucking his cock that night and that was the first cock I sucked. And I thought again, how old were you at um,
1: that, that, this point?
2: Okay, so I was so I'm 57 now, so it's about 50.
1: Mm-hmm, okay, so it's seven years ago. Yeah, about seven so, years and ago. And so it took you till about 50 before you had that
2: dick in your mouth. Right. Yeah. 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 All the way. To, all the way till 50. But I. But you know, I never really had like you I know mean, I've heard some of the, you know I've listened to a lot of your podcasts and you know it starts earlier with some of them. Um, yeah, it's, it's all but different. I never really, I never really had that inclination, but I just kind of we just kind of manifested into that. And you can kind of see as as things kind of just kind of progressed a little bit Yeah,
1: exactly. And, and
2: had a little bit of fun that, um, you, you know, I just was a little more willing to try this and try that. Cause like I've told my wife I'm married to now, I says, you know what, you know, we're not getting any younger. I says 20 years from now, we're going to be too old to do stuff like that. So, you know, I got hurt when her and I started getting serious. Um, you know, and this was probably a couple years after that episode, uh, with, with the last time I saw that guy, um, i kind of got away from it for a little while you know because i was working hard and and paying off child support and all the rest of this stuff i had a daughter with the first wife um but this one i I mentioned to her right away you know it's like you know i love legs and pantyhose and all the rest of it and she thought she told me later much later on that she thought it was a little strange but she went with it and so this is the greatest lady i've ever known and she wears for me all the time and um, we have our little pantyhose games and um, it's a ritual for her when we do that and I usually just rip them open and you know, it just, it's all I can ask for. And I still kind of crave the, the going out in public. And and when she did travel before all this COVID stuff, I'd actually get kind of dressed up and I would go get gas in the middle of the night in my vehicle. Let me, I was,
1: that's what I was wondering. Like, does she know how far, does she know about all this other stuff? Like the guy stuff, the dressing up stuff, or does she just know about the pantyhose stuff?
2: She knows about the pantyhose stuff. She knows about none of the other stuff. Right.
1: And now, so, in the time though that you've been with her, have you ever have you met up with any guys? Well,
2: <laughs> that's try a yes. to try to. Oh, you okay. know, yeah. Because Craigslist isn't you know. Yeah. yeah. I've been you know POF and all the rest of them stuff like that. I've tried to, and I've actually been stood up a few times, and I met one guy, and he was really nervous. So nothing's really you know kind of. Worked yeah, out, so yeah. I guess, so my fan, my fun has been, you know, in the middle of the night on the way to work, you know, a lot of the house dressed and go get ga- go get gas in my vehicle, dressed up or something like that, getting my jollies. But with her, you know, it's, it's I, I'm more focused on her than me, even though I think after we're doing this talk today that I'm probably going to go out in the middle of the night on my way to work and get gas fully dressed up, just because I'm I'm kind of horny and kind of turned on now by this by But well, also even your wife,
1: for, right, right. But also your wife is at. I know this because of scheduling and stuff, right? We talked about right. the fact that you were available to call in because your wife is out of town, right? And so you have a, a, right. a short amount of time because I know she's coming back tomorrow, right? <laughs> to like do your thing. So uh, you know now's the time to do it, right, while she's away.
2: Oh, abs- absolutely. So that, I mean, you you have to you have to take you when the chance comes, you have presents itself. Yeah. You have to do it. But with her, I've tried to bring her along just to kind of, you know, cross the, cross the line a little bit. I've taken some, uh, provocative pictures with her outside, um, had her all dressed up and gone into the woods and had my, had our fun, my fun with her. Uh, I got her to answer the door dressed very provocatively, obviously pantyhose, high heels and a short dress. When the pizza guy came, um, and she was totally giggling afterwards and fine with that. So I've, I've got her to dress sexy, like before an afternoon, Sunday afternoon, she'll dress sexy for a minute I says hey, you know, my car needs gas. Let's go get some gas before we and gone to the gas station and made her get out, dress sexy and pump gas. And I'm watching guys watch her cause she's right. attractive herself. Right. And so I'm kind of having my jollies with her, but I kind of want to have, you know, my own fun. Yeah, you have this other too.
1: Yeah, you have this other side. You have this whole other thing that you're into, right? right. That she can't really fulfill because it has to do with you being fully dressed up as a woman, right? Being with a guy.
2: Exactly. Came and you're not whole...
1: planning on telling her, right? We're going to wrap it up now, but you're not yeah. planning on telling her, right? No. Right. So... A,
2: if I could bring her along I, a little farther, uh, maybe, but not at this point.
1: Right. Hmm. Yeah. You'd have to do the uh, the whole dressing up with her. You know. I think it's hard when you cross the line to be like, oh, you want to, you know, get a blowjob from a guy or any of that kind of stuff. That's a whole different ball game, right?
2: Big time ball. Way <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. way across the line. Even I going from pant-
1: yeah, even going from pantyhose to like I want to dress up in clothes. You know, they're all. You know, I think pantyhose, and I've said this before, is a very easy. Fetish Mm -hmm. for a woman to Mm -hmm. accept—it's extremely easy. It's like a no-brainer, Nicholas. You got to hold on one second. This is why we got to wrap it up because the hour is the longest I can keep. I'm almost done, baby cakes. Five minutes. Shut the door, thank you. Um, I think you know, I the fact that a guy loves pantyhose and wants his girl to wear it—no girl's gonna give a shit about that, right? The fact that a guy wants to wear them, a girl might be like, "What?" at first, but she, she really likes the guy, she's gonna be fine with it. But then when you right. get into the, I want to dress up, you know, that's a different mm-hmm. thing. And then, oh, I, you know, like my dick in a guy's mouth and, a, you know, and that's a whole other thing. So there's a lot, there would be a lot that she would have to accept. But it seems like, you know, you might be able to mock your the stuff up that you like with her, maybe, you know, and go a little further with her and do like fantasy play with her because she seems... Down for that, she'd probably be open to it. You know who right. really would have been down is that other girl that you lost. You know, the one that was like that. Oh, put that I, guy in the room and wanted you to join oh, in. Told, that was the girl. If, that was the one. Her life wouldn't have
2: fallen apart. She yeah, was the, she was the one for all of that. No, yeah, One hundred percent.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this one, you know, I I don't know that you'd ever be able to really tell her everything. You know. And uh, so in seven years that you've been with her, you haven't been with a guy or had any of those kind of the only thing you've really done is tried to make it happen. Right. And gone out, dressed up behind her back.
2: Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Have you seen any like
1: hookers or anything like that, like you've done in the past? I mean, you can't pick them up anymore, you know, but like, have you done cheating on her with women at all?
2: No, not at all. You know, I, I used, we used to live closer to the to the big city. Now we're like an hour and a half away from it. So it's not I can just, you know, take 15 minutes and drive over there and drive around and look and all the rest. Of it. So I haven't. But it's interesting but,
1: that you say that about Craigslist and I and maybe women and men. But, you know, I'm just saying more women might have really benefited from Craigslist personals going out the window because it it did make it a lot easier, right? For these kinds of secret things to go on. <laughs> yep. Right?
2: Really easy. Because yeah, listen, you're saying seven COVID
1: years, thing. you haven't been able to make anything happen. Um, but if Craigslist was around, you you definitely would have, right? So I oh, think. Of course, it'd have been super easy. Yeah, for a lot of women that were with men that were living double lives and a lot of women that had, you know, were or men that were married to women that were, leaving. you know, it's a good thing that Craigslist went down for those people. It's bad for Absolutely. you because you haven't been able to get your fix. But I think, you know, you've gone seven years without it. I think, you know, and you're okay. So, you know, that's fine. And I think maybe you could push your girl to go a little bit more into fantasy play with you while COVID's happening and nothing's really fucking going on, you know?
2: Right, see so that—that's what I'm kind of hoping for. The COVID thing, because she's worked doing the whole work-from-home thing till maybe the end of the year, so she's she's fit to be tied right now. And so, you know, you know how it is—you got to be in the right frame of mind to do things like that. So everything's just like everybody's life; everything's oh, yeah. on hold you kind of right even. now. Can't even,
1: yeah, we're in the can't, twilight you can't zone. Can't do anything. Yeah, no, right. I know. The so. only thing I have to do is right now go feed my son. <laughs> just, I'm stuck with a four-year-old every day (laughs) We were all like it's uh it's not such a sexy time right i mean i don't i don't know maybe some people are banging more doing things but i think it's Hard when everyone's stuck in the house with each other, right i don't know if that's what you were trying no, to say. it really is, yeah, yeah, um but you know there I think we're getting closer towards the end i mean i don't know when i'm going to air this episode, but me and you were talking in the beginning of September I'm hoping mm-hmm. we're at l- a little bit past the halfway mark for this t- piece of shit year psycho s- psycho phase we're in, right, you know who knows, but yeah. hopefully exactly. we're we're, t- we're getting towards the end, and this could all you know sort of move away, but you know, thank you so much for calling in and telling your story. You definitely were one of those that I could just sit back and relax and listen. You know, and tell everything. I'm glad I'm airing it on my regular uh, show because it's mm-hmm. much more than pantyhose. There's cross dressing right. in there. There's bisexuality in there. There's a lot. Right. You know, there's a lot of other stuff going on. So uh, it's going to make for a great episode. So I'm glad we That's finally I- spoke. I mean, me and you have talked about this for a long time.
2: Long time, way too long. So I'm glad we I finally, know. yeah. We, we finally. When she told me she was gonna go away with her boys for a few yeah, days, yeah, it was that. Got to get a hold of Kathy right now. Yeah, yeah, so. it's
1: awesome. Yep. All right, thank okay. you, Mark. That was great. Thanks so much, and thank I'll you, keep Kathy. you posted when it's gonna air.
2: Okay, appreciate okay. it. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Uh,
0: mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com.